0: Welcome to More Than Amused podcast, a podcast all about women and the arts hosted by Stani and Sadie. Join us as we explore what it's like being a female artist, examine modern day problems, and educate ourselves and others on important and forgotten female artists
2: of the past. Hi everybody and welcome back to More Than Amused podcast. I'm Stani and I'm Sadie and we're just so happy to have you here. Today we have an interview with Rachel Jenny Cox. She has an amazing art Instagram account that I've been following for years now. I actually knew her in junior high. We both went to like an arts integrated charter school and um, I've just like enjoyed following her page ever since then. She does these beautiful ocean paintings. She lives in like a room with like a ton of plants and it's just like beautiful yeah no it was really cool I obviously just met her just now with this interview and I feel like she
0: was able to obviously provide a really cool perspective on just like being an artist and I also think dealing with like mental health issues and just physical health issues and yeah I really enjoyed her perspective and like the way that she just I think views life I think she's a very lovely
2: person (laughs) yeah she really is and just very talented and like chill and like I don't know. Just really wonderful. So Mm -hmm. it was a great interview. It was really fun to talk to her and definitely be sure to check out her account and follow along with her. And yeah, I guess we'll just get started with that interview right now. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you because I've been obsessed with your stuff for years now. You are so sweet. (laughs) No, but really, I love everything you post. That is so sweet. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) but I do I enjoy it so yeah it shows I love it so much so do you want to like introduce yourself like really briefly yeah
3: we'll see so my name is Rachel Jenny I am an oil and acrylic artist and have been for pretty much my whole life as far as acrylics go but oils more recently Mm -hmm. Um, more seriously with my art though I've been you know painting every day probably for the past six years so it's been a little shorter amount of time but long enough to kind of know you know my stuff, what I'm doing. Um, Lived in Utah my whole life and love it. I graduated two years ago from Weber State, um, child and family studies degree. So kind of not your typical artist degree, but Mm -hmm. I'm going on to get my master's. So just painting in the meantime. Oh, that's really cool. Thank you.
2: So I guess you said every day for six years now, when did you like start painting?
3: That is a good question. I remember in junior high, I painted a lot. A lot of uh, watercolors, which is funny because I don't do that so much anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But I had one of my church leaders, my young women leaders, approach me and say, "I would love it if you would teach art lessons to my son." So, wow, I thought that was pretty cool. I was only in like high school at this finally at that point I was probably in mm-hmm. sophomore. And at that point I just things just started to come along a little more seriously. I started to because because I, I had a plan for these art lessons, I started painting more. I'd paint um, probably multiple times a week. Um, just to kind of plan out my lessons, and then obviously in the art lessons, I would be creating with with the student, Mm -hmm. so yeah, art lessons is probably what really, you know, took my art career off a little bit.
0: That's cool, and at the time, like, were you just, like, painting for fun, like, taking classes at high school or junior high or whenever it was?
3: And honestly, I didn't do a whole ton of that. Uh, Like, Stani, Mm -hmm. I went to Syracuse Arts Academy, so I went to the the art school, and so, um, (laughs) It was a funny school, but, (laughs) um, so I took art, uh, classes there, but just your typical, you know, basic art classes. Mm -hmm. I,
2: you
3: know, I took ceramics and I wasn't really good at
2: that, so I didn't really branch out a whole ton. (laughs) (laughs) It was hard. It was was way hard. hard. Plus, like, we didn't have the budget for a pottery wheel, Mm -hmm. so, and carving it or whatever. I was so bad at it.
3: (laughs) Oh, I was awful, so. (laughs) That was not definitely. That's why I'm a painter, not
2: (laughs) a sculptor,
3: because of that class. (laughs) But um, yeah, I so I just took your basic artist classes, and in high school I didn't take a single art class. So for me, it was just a lot of trial and error, just you know doing things you know on my own, kind of self taught that way. And then in college, I didn't take really any you know art classes either. So most of it's just been self taught, but just a lot of trial and error.
2: So wow, that's That's super impressive. Well, you're very talented. So when did you start, like, I guess, like, how did you settle on waves? Because you paint a lot of, like, ocean landscapes and everything. And, like, living in Utah, we don't have a lot of that. So just, they're beautiful. But is there, like, a reason why that's what you paint?
3: You know, that is such a good question. And it's kind of a pathetic answer. I think the reason that I initially started focusing on waves was because it's what other people liked. Mm. Um, I did one, and people just flipped over it, and so it's just kind of sad to say that that was probably the reason I started painting them more, was I wanted to create for my audience, and Mm -hmm. I was so passionate about people liking my stuff, Um, because at this point, I had an art page on my, on Instagram, and Mm -hmm. I was filling it with artwork. I just wanted to get more followers, you know, I was yeah, so this was so important to me to get tons of followers, and you know, I was just so intent on Building this brand, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, a lot of people really like the waves. And so I got kind of hooked on that, but I kind of fell in love with it over, you know, time. I fell in love with the process. Mm-hmm. I love all the cool colors I get to work with. It's very mm-hmm. calming to me. Um, I love the motion of painting a wave. I love the transparency and the 3D effect. So mm-hmm. it's honestly just the process of it that's really, you know, I've clung on to. I don't really have a special connection to the ocean, which. A lot of people think it's kind of funny <laughs> I paint it so often um but yeah it's just to me it's just a very calming subject and with my crazy life how it used to be really crazy over mm-hmm. time I just fell in love with that calming kind of therapeutic process so
2: I don't know That's if that awesome. answers your question <laughs> yeah, no it it definitely
0: do you paint other things now or is it still just like Because I know like when on your Instagram page, it's primarily just ocean and waves. Is that pretty much like primarily what you paint or do you paint other things that maybe just like don't post or? Yeah.
3: So good question. I definitely do paint other things. I like to paint portraits, a lot Mm -hmm. of like monochromatic figure portraits. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. It's hard, um, but it's so different than my oceans that. um, Yeah. I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't know if it's just I'm particular about posting things similar together. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, I get it. <laughs> but, um, I just, again, I think it's the audience is really interested in the ocean. So that's what I put out there. But on my personal page, I do, I do like to share other things. I like to paint a lot of landscapes as well. A lot of like trees and things like that.
2: So I do like to paint mm-hmm. other things. Yeah, also, think- something that you do on your personal page that I love is like you've done <laughs> some digital like collages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When did you start
3: doing that? Um, honestly, I've been doing that for years. I do it just on PowerPoint, (laughs) which people think is hilarious because it's not like a really nice Photoshop. It's just, I think it's even like an outdated version of PowerPoint. So I don't know if that's (laughs) impressive or, (laughs) or what, but, um, yeah, I am really interested in that. I really, I like taking things that are very different, putting them together to make something beautiful. You know, the pieces of the pictures I take from are mountains and galaxy pictures that NASA's put out you know, smacking
2: them together and making something beautiful. So definitely different than the oceans. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even figure out how you would do that on PowerPoint. I'm so impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wait, what? Like how?
3: A lot of cropping. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's
0: cool. Well, if anything, I feel like it's, it's impressive and it just kind of shows that it's like to create art. It's not like you need the best technology or the best, you know, Paints, or I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, you can make art with what you have. And even if it's an
2: outdated PowerPoint, you can still use it to create something beautiful. Definitely. It reminds me of like my first posters and like logos and stuff were in Microsoft Publisher. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Thank heavens we have like those little desktop publishing apps to use something with. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely don't have to have the fancy programs.
3: And I'm honestly so passionate about having cheaper supplies and being able to create something beautiful nonetheless. With me and my art students, we would do a lot of acrylic art, um, but we would use craft paint from Walmart. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact that my art students are still using that craft paint, Mm -hmm. and they still are doing great with it and creating beautiful things, even though it's like 50 cent paint. I am so passionate about that. Well, I think that's
0: cool because it's like art should be something that's accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's like just because I can't maybe afford like the nicer equipment, at least for me, because like I'm a singer and there's like a lot of like recording and like software. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't afford the most expensive like virtual instruments or microphones. So what's even the point of making music? And that's just stupid. Like that <laughs> yeah. just holds myself back. So I think that's really cool that you're so like passionate about that. <laughs>
3: Oh, I love it. I'm all for just creating with what you have, you know, whether it's sidewalk chalk with the neighborhood kids or whatever you can do, you know, just totally. I I love that so much.
2: Um, Do you sell the artworks that you create? I've always been curious about this, but I wasn't (laughs)
3: sure. Uh, So the funny thing is, is I honestly have never sold a piece of my artwork, not once. And I have been painting for years. A lot of them I've given away and a lot of them I've just packed up in my room and I'm determined to, you know, finish later. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it, and this is, I think, where my biggest downfall is. So, you know, if you guys have any ideas on this, you'll have to let me know someday, yeah. but um, is pricing. Mm. Um, I don't know, again, Sonny, with your work, what you do, but for me, it's difficult because yeah. you don't want to undersell yourself, but you don't want to like, you know, overprice things. You don't mm-hmm. want to do one or the other. And I struggle with that so much. That's my biggest downfall as an artist is I've not figured out how to find that good kind of medium. Um, yeah. I think I would honestly sell more if
2: I was able to find that out, but... Yeah, you should be. I'm like, you have 10,000 followers on Instagram. Some <laughs> of them have got to want to buy this. <laughs> have you ever
3: had like people or like followers like ask if they could buy it or something? Like that? <laughs>
2: wow.
3: I have sold some prints just on a third-party site called Darkroom. Mm. It's mostly mm. people who will use it more for photography, um, but yeah. I sold some of my art prints on it before. And um, it, I got you know, I got a fair amount of buyers on that and people were happy with their prints. So I think, but I, as far as originals, mm -mm, I am so determined to figure this out because nothing would make me happier than to sell one of my original pieces that I spent, you know, so much time pouring my heart out into. That's really cool. You got to sell your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, girl,
0: just do it. But also like, I also understand like, surprising yourself it's so weird and like I wish I could be like this is how much you could sell it for but I have no idea how paintings work yeah
3: (laughs) you don't know you don't know how it goes you don't know um you know how much time was put into it how many supplies you know the supplies cost of supplies that goes into it um just how much you think you know you value yourself how much you think you're worth and your Mm -hmm. time is worth and I just I don't know I think a lot of it's confidence too you know I don't have confidence to make those decisions so definitely something to work on right yeah <laughs>
0: definitely how long do you normally spend on like each painting
3: on uh, average it, I guess? it depends that's a really good question i would say some of them i've spent a couple days on but i worked on a project that i sent off to one of my friends he's a poet and i sent Ooh. him a pretty pretty large painting that what took me about five months to work on wow so, wow yep yeah. That's,
0: That's amazing. I love that. Oh, yeah, I get it. Pricing yourself is hard. So I'm I not, hate pricing. <laughs> I'm here not to impose any judgment. Just be no. like, yeah, yeah, I get that. OK, so you've mentioned like art students. So do you still actively teach art then? Or is that something you just did in the past?
3: Unfortunately, it's something I just did in the past. Mm-hmm. I did it for about five years or so. So like wow. I, I did it for wow. a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. It was like 2013 to 2018. And I, I taught two just one-on-one students. Cool. Um, just awesome kiddos. And just, I don't know, I loved it. I would totally do that again in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah. With your degree that you got, like, are you doing something with your degree now? Or because I know you mentioned you're wanting to go on and get your master's. Is that right?
3: Yep. So I'm actually going to start my master's program in January. So I'm oh, right there. Like we're so close. Cool. That's so awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I ended up having, because I had some health issues. I don't know if you guys saw, but I had some health issues and I had to quit my job back last year. So I've mm. been without a job for a year. And I've just been painting and just
0: living mm-hmm. my life. It's yeah, wonderful. Dang, that's lots. Well, that sucks. I guess you had the health issues, but I guess it's nice that you got to paint and that you get to go back to school here soon.
3: Where are you going to get, to get your master's from? So I'm going to Louisiana state, but I'm doing it online.
2: Ooh, oh, that's okay, cool. that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's Thank really you. cool. And then also one thing I love that you do is you paint on like your body a lot too. Was that just kind of like a happy accident one day and now you just enjoy doing it or how did that?
3: Honestly, yeah, I would definitely mm-hmm. say it was, it started out just kind of maybe a mistake or something, or maybe I, sometimes what I'll do is when I'm painting, I'll actually, if I'm in a hurry, sometimes I get so into it, that instead of using my palette, I'll just use my arm like to mm-hmm. test out different colors. And I think it kind of started that way of me just painting, testing out my arm, painting, That's testing cool. out my arm. And um, it kind of started that way. And then maybe I, You know, decided I liked what it looked like and I decided to make it into something and now I paint waves and butterflies and flowers and just there's something about it and I was telling this to a good friend the other day um you know I I think tattoos are beautiful I personally don't think I'll ever Mm -hmm. get one but there's something about being able to see art on your body Mm -hmm. and then be able to wash it off and then paint something else on it the next day yeah it's not permanent you know there's just something beautiful about that temporary color on your body yeah so I love doing it it's you know I've been doing it since I was in probably junior high but now sometimes I'll even take the whole day doing a, a specific piece on my on my arm or my leg and
2: anyway yeah I love that no yeah. they're really beautiful like very very I feel like I keep saying that about your work, but I like really (laughs) love it. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, I guess like another question is like, how did the how did you grow your Instagram? I know that you said that was something that you were really into at the beginning, and it definitely has grown very much so so like, how did that sort of
3: about something, I am so passionate about. Like, it sounds so cheesy, you guys are no. what is wrong with this girl, but I am so passionate about the community the artist community. Yeah, I have so many artist friends from all over the world that I talk to on a daily basis. You know, I talk to my friend in New Zealand every day, and you know, my friend up in Washington, and my friend in Canada, and my friend in London. And a lot of it is just finding people who you can tell they would be interested in your work because they themselves have very similar work and they themselves are putting their work out there in a similar way Mm -hmm. and following them, boosting them up, supporting them, loving them, then you get that back from them. So I have got all these awesome people from all over the world that I talk to and hang out with and we just get along really well. And I I do think that's a lot of it is just support. If you're supporting their work, people Mm -hmm. love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. So I support them right back. You know, it's just something you do. So I am so passionate about the art community. I think that it is just amazing. I think it's such a beautiful thing to Mm -hmm. be so close and in such good contact with people that have the same, you know, kind of views on life through Mm -hmm. their art as you do. That's cool. Well, I also think too,
0: because I feel like maybe some people would view like, wanting to grow your social media or something like they I think that's like perceived as like a really shallow thing but in actuality I think it's like really cool like no it's like it's just connecting with more people and how awesome is it that like in 2020 like we have the ability like you said like you can have a friend in New Zealand that you talk to every day Mm -hmm. and that connection was completely made online and so it's not shallow it's awesome it's connection which i think is really cool to bring i love that you yeah. said
3: that because i really do i think that it is seen as shallow of you just want more people
2: mm-hmm. you want more
3: attention it's kind of yeah I know, a, you know, no i get movie. that yeah um, but i for me i i can see that more if people are saying that about like a personal page but for me this is like almost like a business i guess yeah. i'm not really selling anything yet so i guess not really but you know what i mean it's, no it's
0: it's your business yeah definitely. it's
3: still a business <laughs> <laughs> what I'm putting out there for the world to see. Yeah, so it's yeah. really cool for me to have have the knowledge that more people are looking at it and more people mm-hmm. are interested in it.
0: Well, I mean, and going back to like the reason why you wanted to do waves um, or the ocean, like how you're like, oh, it was kind of shallow because I just did it because people liked it. I mean, honestly, that's really smart, like Mm -hmm. especially to like be an artist. It's really hard to like turn it into something that people are interested in, you know, or that people want to see more of. So, I mean, it's just catering to your audience and like being like, okay, if I want to do this, how can I do it in a way that, you know, people want to see it and like figuring Mm -hmm. that out so if anything that's really solid advice like and it's okay to do that you know it's okay just to do the things you know that people are going to like because if it brings you success like that's awesome Mm -hmm.
2: and like you said like you enjoy it too so it's like not only something your audience loves but like you like it too (laughs) and I think that's the greatest little place that you can hit with art that like you're Mm -hmm. enjoying what you're doing and your audience loves it as well
0: yeah
3: I asked uh, some of my followers, just what tips do you have for first time artists or people that are still beginning? And I got Mm -hmm. an awesome, ton of responses back that were just awesome. And one that somebody said was, there's no really wrong way to do art. Like if you're expressing Mm -hmm. yourself, there's really no wrong way to do it. And Mm -hmm. I think that goes with kind of what you were saying about, you know, I was taking it off of feelings of, I want to impress these people, you know, Mm -hmm. it grew into something I love, so it, it isn't the wrong way to do it
0: yeah totally like it doesn't matter where it started it just kind of matters where you end up and like where you go with it for sure Mm -hmm. and that's also cool too that you like have that community on instagram where you can like ask your followers like what advice that you have and that you're able to get just like because I was watching that or watching those stories too and I was Mm -hmm. like thinking that that's so cool that it's like like you said like you've kind of created this community of like other artists that you can talk to and get advice from and then it And I think that's really cool too, because it like creates like, it's not like you're like the mentor that, you know, everyone's looking to, which I'm sure there are a lot of followers (laughs) who are, but it, you know, creates it like this, like ever going conversation of like, we're all artists and we're all figuring this out kind of a thing, which I'm, I think is cool.
2: Um, This might be like kind of a silly question, but like, how do you photograph all of your art? I Honestly, just use my phone. I don't
3: have – I used to have my sister help me out, and she's got a really nice camera, and she would come Mm -hmm. in and, you know, take some nice style shoots for me. But, um, yeah, ever since then, it's just my phone and, you know, hope for some good lighting. Dang.
2: Man, I'm so impressed because, yeah, your photos turn out really great too. Every time you post something, I'm so impressed because when I try and take pictures with my phone, it does not turn out this great. So. (laughs) Yeah, they look really amazing.
3: And honestly, a lot of paints are really hard to photograph. Like a lot of my mm. oil paints are very mm. reflective. And so it takes me a good half hour to get a good shot. So what you see on Instagram is not the first shot. It's
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trial and error. Do you do a lot of oil? You said it's mainly acrylic, but like...
3: Mm-hmm. So it was acrylic up until about a year ago. And now most of what you see me posting is going to be oil just because oh, okay. I'm I'm really... I don't know. I'm really fond of the idea that it's more natural, whereas acrylic mm-hmm. is just plastic, you know, and it's mm-hmm. an awesome medium. Um, but I I don't know. I just, this sounds cheesy, but it kind of makes you feel a little more in touch with the earth.
2: Mm-hmm. Because oh, that's cool. More natural.
3: So I do use a lot of oils now. They
2: take forever to dry, but mm-hmm. I, I enjoy them. Yeah. <laughs> Sonny's like, yes. Yes. <laughs> like was the transition hard going from acrylic to oil? Oh, it's
3: honestly so funny. So acrylic's dry freaking fast like as yeah. you know, you know mm-hmm. it within minutes whereas these oils can take me a week to dry and so the transition was kind of tricky but it was worth it it's the the result that I'm getting now is what I want so it's 100% worth it I'm, I'm loving working with oils
0: that's awesome That was really cool I like know nothing about paint so I'm just like whoa really like it takes that long to dry it takes
2: so long I took an oil class in high school And I just remember we would walk in the next day and I'd want to like start on the next layer of paint because like Mm -hmm. we needed to continue and it would still be wet and you couldn't like transport it back and forth from like home to school because it would get over everything because it's like still wet. (laughs) like oil paint takes a really long time to dry. But also, you can save your paints, which is one thing I loved about it, is that you can like seal the palette and then keep using the same palette of paints every day, so you don't mm. have to remix them. And that's my biggest issue with acrylics, is because they dry so fast, if you blend it a color, it's gone. Like You have to try and do it again. <laughs> so there's definitely like pros and cons to both, but yeah, oil takes freaking forever to dry.
0: Okay, well... Who are some artists that you look up to doesn't have to be woman artists but just in general who who are some artists you look up to or maybe have inspired you uh
3: i've got a couple from now and then one or two from history Is that work mm-hmm. perfect Yeah. I, I honestly i love looking at other people's art i should you know in another life i was an art collector so that's awesome but as far as history goes frida Kahlo. i think she mm-hmm. is awesome and i know that you guys like her because i stalked your instagram page yeah <laughs> but one thing that i really like is not only you know her style but her story and the fact that she, like a lot of people, especially a lot of, you know, female artists wasn't famous until after she passed, mm. but the story about her with all of her health problems, um, I don't know if you know the story about her getting hit by the bus and having, mm-hmm. the yeah, crazy stuff. She was oh, in bed gosh. for months afterwards, just with a ton of, you know, fractures and injuries. Mm-hmm. And it just, I remember reading a book, oh, I don't remember what it's called, but it was about her and it was just a couple months ago and it was in the midst of my health is- you know, issues.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, yeah. and it just, it really rang true. The fact of her being hung up in bed and wanting to paint, and that being how she passes her time and that being kind of what I was doing
2: mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: it made me feel kind of that connection there, you know? And then of course I love her quotes, you know, all of them. So mm-hmm. she's awesome, but she's probably the one that first comes to mind when I think of artists throughout history, especially mm-hmm. female artists. Mm-hmm. Um, And I I do love her art. I love the colors. The self portraits, I think, are just awesome. Hmm. Um, Just the style is amazing. So I do like Frida. And then, as far as people kind of nowadays, there are people in my life that I think are really cool. So there's an artist named Amy Weber. And she's her Instagram handle is Amy Weber Art. And Weber is D or W E B B E R.
0: Okay. Um,
3: And she is awesome. She does a lot of figures. all all oil paints at this point some um pastel but she does figures she does like roses and flowers Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and um oceans as well and that's how Mm -hmm. we started following each other was the oceans so oh that's cool
2: you guys have to check her out so cool no it's funny like yes she does oceans as well but she does them completely differently from the way that you do and both of them are just beautiful like I love your style that are kind of more wild and hers are just like these very like Calm, subtle waves as well. I love how I don't know, like that same subject can be interpreted so differently by both of you. That's really cool.
0: I know. Goes back to like, there's not a wrong or right way to do
2: art. <laughs> yeah.
3: Great. One hundred percent. There's no wrong or right way to do it, and I, I love people's different interpretations. You know, mm-hmm. and that's. I follow a lot of uh, ocean artists as well, but none of them do it the same way that I do, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. Yeah
2: that's awesome.
3: Another artist that I really like is another ocean artist but she does resin which is really cool That's nothing oh, wow. I've ever messed with. Yeah. Her name is Sarah so S-A-R-A-H and Caudle C-A-U-D-L-E art hmm. and so she does really pretty like ocean Hawaii scapes uh, things like that and so I don't know I like her stuff a lot where We've been following each other for about four years, so we know each other pretty well and That's really cool. Awesome awesome lady.
0: Awesome. Sweet. Now I'm gonna like have more artists myself to follow, which I love that's kind of like now that like I've been we've been doing this podcast more I've been like following more artists Mm -hmm. and now it's like when I scroll through my feed now there's more art and it's just like this thing that I didn't expect to happen but now like my Instagram feed is just so much more filled with filled with art and I love it (laughs) it's so nice yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) like it's just a nice break from like everything else I'm like oh look at all these people like creating and and like making the world beautiful and it's nice I know you touched earlier on something that your Instagram followers that is tips for like beginning artists but what would be like your biggest tip that you would give for like a beginning artist
3: that's a really good question I would probably say there's going to be days where you're really frustrated with your art and you kind of take it personally you know you get really frustrated and just you feel like you've kind of lost your way of working with the craft that you're choosing um and I would just say you know, those days come where you're having that creative block where you're just feeling frustrated. But when that comes, you know, take some time, do some self-care, pick a different medium to choose. Like if I'm ever having a really stressful day, I'll go back and do acrylics or watercolors Mm -hmm. or something
2: Mm -hmm. and then
3: just have fun with it. You know, it should all just be about expression anyway. And Mm -hmm. so if you're really frustrated, often I feel like when I get frustrated, it's when I'm trying to please the crowd, you know, I'm trying to please my audience. Yeah. so just, if I was starting out, I would love it if someone would have told me that. Mm-hmm. Just, use, you know, just express yourself in any way you can, even if you have to change your medium, even if you have to try different things.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. Anyway. We're going to take a quick break just to spotlight
0: one of mm. our new favorite women artists.
2: So I actually want to shout out my sister-in-law. She has a page on Instagram called Burgundy Blooms. And she does like a bunch of different stuff. She has like some... Prints that she's done. She does like, she recently started doing like block carving, Ooh. um, for like stamps and stuff. Um, she does stickers. She's done some murals, hand lettering. Um, my favorite are her clothes. She does like these really cool, um, like moose or buffalo or like bear, um, designs, and then gets them printed on like hoodies and shirts. She's in Wyoming and i know she does like a bunch of stuff up there too so if you live in that area and then you can go check out like her markets and stuff that she goes to where they have all the hats and everything else we also got like a little i don't know what they're called <laughs> like a little like handkerchief thing for winston mm-hmm. to put around his neck that she did that's really really cute but cute. it's a little too big for him right now <laughs> but one day <laughs> he will one fit day. into it <laughs>
0: No, her feed is so cohesive, too. Mm -hmm. I love it.
2: Yeah, she's really, really talented and does, like, a variety of stuff. I feel like she's always trying something new. Check her out. Follow her stuff. I'm always impressed. So the community that I
0: want to shout out today, it's She Knows Tech Official, which tech is maybe separate from arts, you might think, but it's essentially what they do. They're a a group Mm -hmm. focused on closing the gender gap and celebrating female-identifying people in music technology. So I feel like music technology is definitely an art form and like producing, engineering, and everything like that. And there is absolutely a gap in that. I feel like personally, whenever I've experienced any type of like less than Mm -hmm. from somebody because I'm a woman, it is always when it's the world of audio or the world of producing or something like that so I think it's really cool that they've kind of started this community and this you know hope to bring more attention to women in the music tech industry because there is definitely a gap there so um, I would encourage you to check out their Instagram just to learn more about women in music technology and you know just in general It's a really cool page that it looks like it's just started out
2: I love this I Like, this kind of reminds me of, like, a pet peeve I have, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is that whenever they talk about, like, problems with, like, representation for women in industries, I feel like the one that comes up the most is STEM. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, yes, STEM needs more female representation because there's not very many, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it's even worse that we have so many female in the arts and like Mm -hmm. the leadership and representation there is still lacking like yeah (laughs) it's like you're taking a field that has so many women that are in it and then they still are having problems like to me that seems like a bigger issue
0: (laughs) yeah and also too like in maybe like the it seems that like the stem-ish type fields in the arts like it shows that there's
2: there even like more gaps going on like there's like things
0: against it
2: exactly it's like it just needs recognition and awareness and obviously the problem needs to be solved so Mm -hmm. I love that they're aiming to
0: do that that's amazing I know I like it so yep check them out again that's she knows tech official Mm -hmm. and I just like that tagline of just like she knows tech like she knows what she's talking about
2: no that's nice it has like a wonderful message hidden in there
0: all right, now back to the show. Answer this question how, however you feel com- most comfortable. But like I know you've mentioned that there you've been having some health problems. And I don't follow your personal, so I don't know the details of it. And like I said, like you do not have to disclose anything you don't feel comfortable with sharing. But maybe like how has that affected Has that affected your art? Has that affected your journey personally? Or like have there things that you've maybe been over able to overcome? It doesn't even have to be relating to your art, but like... I don't know, I, whatever I said, whatever you feel comfortable with sharing, of course. <laughs>
3: oh, for sure. That's an amazing question. So uh, I can just disclose because it might help you understand better. But I found out mm-hmm. I had cancer, just a small type oh. of cancer at the beginning of the year. Um, we got it taken care of. Everything was okay. good. good. Yeah, but it was just, it was a scary time though. we didn't know, mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. what happened. And then I also was diagnosed with uh, bipolar 2 disorder. And mm-hmm. so a lot of mental health issues, things like that. And I would say 100% my health issues have affected my art in yeah. ways that it's affected the way I do it mm-hmm. in that I sometimes struggle to do it because if I'm up here you know my mood swings are on the upswing because yeah. of my bipolar disorder it's hard for me to sit still and to paint and if it's on the downswing it's hard for mm-hmm. me to get out of bed and paint yeah. yeah but it's also the most rewarding thing if I can force myself to do it and still go and paint it mm-hmm. makes you know all my health issues just feel so much more relieved and just so much more comfortable and so it makes it harder to paint but when I do paint the painting actually you know it is maybe
0: mm-hmm. more beneficial
3: for sure it's therapeutic for sure it's it's definitely definitely helped me out a lot of painting has and That's just awesome. the fact I, I tell people that you know this whole last year I haven't worked or gone to school mm-hmm. but I've all I've done is pay all day and they're like that's awesome that's perfect for you and like it's not as easy as you would think yeah yeah I, I just can't and I don't know if you guys have had those days where it's really difficult to create something or mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. well I've, I've
0: noticed even like myself like as an artist like if there's time periods in my life where I don't think I'm doing as well mentally like I'm a songwriter and I just don't write any songs like and it's really difficult but then you get kind of get like trapped in that mindset of I'm a songwriter and I'm not writing songs. And then Mm -hmm. you feel even worse about yourself because you're not doing the thing that you love. And then, but you're right. Like as soon as you like can get to that point where you can kind of pick yourself up and like, just do it anyways, it ends up making me feel a lot better. But so I can totally just like relate to that, like ongoing struggle of like being in that mental rut. And so not wanting to do your art, but then knowing that if you do your art, it will make you feel better. And it's, it's hard. It's really hard.
3: You said that so much better than
0: I did. No, not at all. No, (laughs) I just said it differently. But (laughs) No, like I I just
2: I totally get that. No, I think that that's like a powerful thing to realize, though. And like even how you were talking about Frida Kahlo, like how she was stuck in bed and painting and how you kind of took, I don't know, like a sense of camaraderie in that. Like, oh, well, she did it like I can do it, too, and used it as like a coping mechanism. I think that that's. A powerful aspect of art that we don't really pay attention to as often that it's like no it can be healing it can be like mm-hmm. motivating and and it can help bring balance in your life because like creating has that yeah. power so you i definitely
0: said but at the same time though even if it is healing it sometimes takes a uh, a lot oh, yeah. of power to get yourself because i think you know like you said like people are like oh well, that's so fun you just get to paint all day and it's like well it's not that simple like there's a little bit of the things that you know that need to be brought into the equation
3: no for sure and the cool thing is is I've realized with that sense of community that I'm not the only one that feels that way and you guys are saying that you've had experiences similar but it's just really nice to know that I'm not the only one that's found it difficult to do something you love
0: no because it's true I feel like there's kind of like that thing that gets in like your brain of like I love this why am I not doing it constantly like I have all this free time because especially like with like the lockdown and the quarantine at the beginning of the year at the beginning of it I was like wow I'm gonna write all these songs and it's gonna be amazing I'm gonna do so much music stuff and then like four months into it I was like have I even written one like (laughs) what have I been and then it like totally got inside my head of like oh no I guess maybe I don't really love this and maybe I'm not doing the right thing with my life and then I just had to like tell myself to shut up and like let myself just like feel things for a second and then Mm. now we're good but like yeah I totally get that
3: (laughs) I'm so glad you said that because that's so relatable honestly Mm. I that's so relatable to anyone that creates
0: yeah and that's I think that's a cool point that you said of like a lot of creators feel this way and I think it's nice to like bring that up of like hey like if you feel this way too it's okay (laughs) like everyone feels this way sometimes
2: Um, This is like such a random question, but I'm like so curious and it really doesn't have anything to do with art, but like how many plants do you have?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've had a couple die because I've, Mm -hmm. I have struggled lately, but I think I have like almost 20. Wow. Um, I used to have about 35.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Like every time you post a picture, it's like, she lives in a garden. Like you just have like (laughs) plants everywhere. And I love it so much, but like, I can't keep that many alive. I'm so impressed.
3: Well, I appreciate that because they are struggling, but some of them are hanging in there. Some of them are doing well. My palms are actually doing pretty well. So (laughs) that's good. There's that. Yeah. yeah.
0: You don't. <laughs> no, I know. I love your Instagram posts. that have like the beautiful oceans with like the plants all surrounding it. And I'm, I thought the same thing. I'm like, wow, does she just like live in like this ocean jungle? Like I love that. <laughs> she does.
2: <laughs> no, it's so awesome. I feel like it is such a beautiful environment to be in with like all of your paints and then your plants everywhere. That's so cool. I
3: posted something about it one time and it sounds so cheesy when I say it out loud, but having like other lives in here with me, like other mm-hmm. souls. Again, that sounds so cheesy, but no. having other souls in here with me is very comforting when I spend a lot of my days alone creating.
2: That yeah. That. I agree 100%. Yeah. I think that plants, animals, all those things, they just have like comforting <laughs> abilities. <laughs> so I love that.
0: So- with future goals, not even just specific to your art, but even like with your master's degree that you're pursuing, like, what do you hope to do with that? And then I guess maybe what are some also with that? What are some goals with your art um, that you have for the future? However, long term, short term, however you want to interpret that.
3: Awesome. My with my degree. So I'm going to get it in social work. And I'm so yeah. passionate about helping people. So yeah. passionate. And my dream job is to talk to people all day about their problems. So I want to be a therapist. Cool. Um, and just with my own experiences, um, yeah. my mental health, that's made me more, even more passionate about wanting to mm-hmm. help people. So I, um, long term, I guess, kind of short, long term, I don't know. That's my goal is to become a therapist. And then, as far as art goes, there's so much I want to start selling so soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on a piece right now that I am hoping to sell. I am hoping. I am so excited to see kind of where it goes. Um, so that's kind of more on the short term. But yeah, I and then eventually move out. I'm still at home and it's, mm-hmm. it's a great arrangement just with everything going on. Um, but uh, that'll probably come after I graduate. So that will be good, but yeah, I'm just become a therapist, paint and hoard plants. That's my,
0: that's my goal. <laughs> that sounds like a great life. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool too, that you want to like, you know, like you've maybe like been able to recognize the struggles that you have and then it's like, okay, how can I like pay it forward then maybe? And so, no, that's really cool.
3: For sure. That's the goal.
0: Yeah. Is there like a specific thing you like want to be a therapist for or like, is that how it works? Like, do you like pick like a discipline or is it just like therapy in general and you just get a pick after
3: Yeah, kind of. So I kind of pick a specialty of like the kind of people I want to see. And I definitely want to work with young adults and teenagers, um, specifically with mood disorders. So Mm -hmm. bipolar, depression, Mm -hmm. that type of stuff. That's kind of my goal, just because I can relate to that so well. And
2: that's,
3: I'm so passionate about it. It's amazing. So I, I also, I've, people ask me all the time if I've considered doing art therapy and I haven't seriously, but mm. I definitely have you know, picked up on some art therapy tricks and things that I could use in the therapy room. So definitely want to incorporate some art into my therapy experience.
2: So cool. I mean, if our weird little junior high taught us anything, it's that art can be incorporated into anything. So <laughs> that's awesome how about you tell everyone where they can
0: find you, what your Instagram is and if there's any other like resources that you have that you'd want people to find.
3: Awesome. So Instagram is probably the best one. Uh, Mm -hmm. My Instagram is Rachel Jenny. So it's R-A-C-H-E-L-J-E-N-N-I-E. Art. A-R-T. Right. Yes. (laughs) That's, that's my art page. And that's where you can find me and all my art. And if I post, you know, if I start selling, that's where I would sell it from probably. So that
2: would be a good place to go okay
3: cool that's wow. awesome <laughs> well thank you guys for having me i'll share that i've really appreciated yeah. talking to you guys
0: no of course it's yeah your work is really beautiful like when Stani was like what about this girl we could talk to her and i was like um yes like yeah. this is amazing <laughs> like i would love to see what oh. this is so thank yeah. you so much for being willing to like have this conversation with us this morning and like just talk about your art yeah thank you well,
3: thank you guys Of course. You guys, it was so cool to meet you. Because I know Stani, like, we didn't really talk a whole ton in junior
2: high. So it was actually cool to sit and, like, actually talk to you. Yeah, I agree. Same. Like I said, I've been following you forever. So it's been a nice (laughs) conversation. So thank you. Yeah, definitely. It was nice to meet you, too.
3: Yeah, nice to meet you. We'll keep in touch. (laughs)
2: Definitely.
3: Thanks, ladies. Yep. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. I know I did. I thought she was, you know, able to provide just so many little tokens of wisdom and advice that, you know, really resonated with me. So I hope that you enjoyed that. Yeah. Just thank you so much also just for listening to us and supporting us. The best way to lis- to support us, you can definitely always follow us on Instagram at justmorethanamuse.podcast as well as leaving us a review and subscribing that's also really helpful Mm -hmm. Um, let us know what you like about the podcast or i guess if you have any feedback definitely mention that as well but you know yes
2: if you like what we're doing definitely support us by leaving a review and or subscribing on
0: whatever wherever you listen
2: yes we have more amazing shows planned for you we're so excited to keep growing this and keep learning together as we help support women in the arts. So we're grateful for all of our listeners, and we're excited to talk to you again next week.
1: (laughs) It's happening daily.